0: Welcome to the Find and Follow podcast, where we help you find and follow Jesus. He's the author of life, and following him is the only way to live life. Originally, this podcast started as a live stream called Theology Thursdays. It was named that because guess what? We talked about Jesus on Thursdays. So you'll hear that name throughout the podcast. Although the name has changed, it is still the same real conversation about helping you find and follow Jesus. So let's get into the episode. Hey, welcome to Theology Thursday. Thanks for tuning in. Glad you're joining us. We are hanging out. If you've never tuned in with us, this is just a casual conversation uh, about Jesus. We talked. We last week we talked about how uh, unscripted we are as a group. And and very so, much. We're prepared. We like read stuff, right? You guys are reading, we read the Bible? We read the Bible in order to talk. We, we have our own thoughts, we just don't script like what we're going to talk about, or at this verse we're going to talk about that point. So it's really just casual. Love for you to join us in the comments, uh, you know anything you have question-wise or uh, contributing, lots of good stuff every week. So thanks for tuning in. Whether you're watching this later, not live with us, uh, we go back through and read those comments and include them uh, in the next week's episode. So uh, love for your engagement to, to uh, hang out with us today. So let's introduce ourselves.
1: I'm Kyle. My name is Benjamin. Benjamin. Ben. Ah, I was like, is that your last name? Benjamin? <laughs>
2: is that how you say Mexican? Uh, Mexican <laughs> is not, not a
1: language. Mexican so. is not a
3: language, but that's
2: <laughs> good <laughs> to try. Mexico is <laughs> a place. Wow. I apologize. <laughs> right, we're starting off strong right, offending people <laughs> groups. All right, let's keep a tally of the groups
0: we're gonna. We're equal offenders. We'll just offend every so, single. So, so in group John chapter three. Uh, <laughs> I apologize. Anyways, Ben, I'm ben. Scott, <laughs> and I'm Craig, and that's Craig. Oh and we are in the book of John. John yeah. was a follower of Jesus. He was an eyewitness. Uh, so he took uh, time and wrote stuff down, kept an account, and uh, recorded it. For us, so that we could read it through the inspiration of the Holy Spirit, and so that's what we've been reading. We've been going through His account, the first couple chapters. We got started last week in chapter three, and just a couple of verses with this encounter, and uh, it always leads to fun conversations. Mm-hmm. You never know. We're, again, unscripted. Yes. We don't necessarily know where we're going. Definitely. Don't. Uh, we bring notes and ideas and thoughts, um, but again, we're just trying to be helpful, help helping you. Uh, find and follow Jesus, especially if you're getting introduced to God, uh, who he is, uh, revelation through Jesus Christ, and uh, we just want you to, to know Jesus. We think he's pretty awesome, and we want people to find him and follow him and his way of life, and so uh, we're just reading it together, and we'd love to do it more in person, but we're in the quarantine situation of life, and things are reopening,
3: which is great. Yeah! moving the right direction. And if you're one of those people that Scott just referred to who is uh, just finding out who Jesus is and who he wants to be in your life, if you're just in the process of being introduced to him, uh, one of the important things for you to understand at the very outset is the subject matter of Jesus' conversation with Nicodemus in chapter three, you must be born again. Yeah. Uh, He said, don't be amazed that I would say this to you, unless you're born again, you won't see the kingdom, unless you're born again, you won't enter the kingdom. And that's where we left off last week. Yeah, you want
0: to help us with a little bit of context, who Nicodemus is, what he's doing, and the start of this conversation.
3: Yeah, so uh, in chapter 3, verse 1, it says that Nicodemus was a ruler of the Jews. He's a, a leader in the religious community. Um, he's a Pharisee, which was an, a respected group, and uh, he comes to Jesus by night. He's a little concerned about what maybe his fellow Pharisees would think, because many um, of them were opposed to Jesus. I was
0: listening again this week on the YouVersion app. is an app for the iPhone, all, all, all devices, I'm sure. So I was
1: listening to it in... It's new for me. They had cricket. Cricket. No, crickets. legit. Yep. This morning, I'm driving crickets in my car, in and, then, and I thought it was my car making a noise. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, what? Is my
2: axle squeaking? Like, legit. And I, I'm like, it sounds like crickets. Well, yeah. Some of that Old Testament one, when you read it, it's got like mood music. And yeah. I had to pause as it. As soon
0: as it was like, and he came to Jesus that night, they're like, crickets. crickets. I had it. Well, I thought know, my crickets, car was breaking. You hear down. They're, down. <laughs> at night. Yep. they're helping. Maybe you never listen
3: to, to the scriptures. It's <laughs> kind of fun. That was actually it. my preferred way to listen. I knew
0: translation. To they do good with like other voices. They yeah. have other character. The voices. woman at the well and and in the next one. Yeah. It's like,
1: it's good, oh, hi, hi. you know, it's
2: something not, like that. No, it's actually a it can read day. it back to you. It's good when you, do, when you don't when you're driving or when yeah. you're anyways. Crickets Sorry. Crickets. So, crickets.
1: so he comes to
3: Jesus. Nicodemus comes to Jesus and he says, hey, we know this, that you you couldn't do what you're doing. You, you couldn't do the miracles you're doing or teach the way you teach with authority unless you were sent from God. So, so that much we figured out. And the implication is, but beyond that, I'm not sure what to to think. And Nicodemus is inquiring. He's seeking. And he's doing so uh, even though a lot of his fellow Pharisees have already made up their minds about Jesus and are opposed to him. Nicodemus is open. He's teachable. And Jesus recognizes that. And so he addresses that need and says, listen, this is verse 3. Unless one is born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. And then Nicodemus is like, what do you mean born again? And Jesus clarifies by saying that when you're born naturally, that's, being born of the flesh, that that produces flesh. So your, your physical uh, nature is being reproduced physically. And the same thing's true spiritually. Spiritual nature has to be reproduced spiritually. And so God himself is the active one who causes a rebirth in us uh, of the spiritual nature that is lost through sin. And Jesus is saying this is an absolute necessity. You, you don't make it into the kingdom. You don't make it into eternity with God. Uh, this is the starting point. It's the door through which you enter into a relationship with Jesus by being born again.
1: And John does this thing again. He did it in chapter one we talked about, right, where he's contrasting these ideas of physical and spiritual, right? He he's talked about at the beginning, he said this idea of this baptism that you're thinking of, and you're thinking of me and this physical stuff, there's a spiritual aspect to this as well, right? So he's he's doing this here with Nicodemus, where Nicodemus is focused on a physical thing, right? When you ask someone if they've been born again, we talked about this a little bit last week there, not just just the once, right? I've just just been born the one time, and he's contrasting these very physical ideas that we understand in our, you know, very natural realm with this very spiritual idea that we understand this birth in the spiritual realm of who Jesus is, this revelation, like Scott said, of who Jesus is in our life and how that changes us.
0: And I wanted to make the point coming back to chapter one, because you're saying Nicodemus said Okay Jesus, you're different you've got a miraculous thing going on you've got a power to your teaching like nobody else for sure you've got to be from God like where else does that come from and in, in chapter one we talked about this uh, the first episode um, verse 10 that the world did not recognize Jesus right he came to the to that which was his own but his own did not receive him
2: chapter one verse
0: chapter 10. one sorry and um, but mm-hmm. Nicodemus is, you know, identifying like, wait a minute, right. you're different. Something's going on. You know, let me let me, as a, as a person who's a God fearing person, Nicodemus, as a Jewish man, he's like, okay, you're definitely from God. What's the whole story going on here?
3: Yeah. What don't I know? What am I missing here?
0: Right. Which brings us to that born again conversation. Well, I, think,
2: I think a lot of us come to that point in our life. Maybe you did. Maybe you haven't. And as we talked about, and but maybe you did. If you can remember back, like when you said man this is this is real this is this thing that i've been feeling or experiencing or reading about or studying or is real because it changed my life it changed the way i live it changed the way i feel it 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 was real and I, it's kind of nicodemus's place there. he's like yeah he's like you're legit I don't maybe use those words, but he Too said, "Too legit to quit." Yeah, <laughs> he said, "You're the real deal." Like uh-huh. I, I want to know a little bit more, and I think we all have that starting point, and that's where Nicodemus is at. He's got his whole life before, yep, and he's like, "So tell me more." And that's like, like he yeah, starts yeah. asking honest questions, and Jesus just spews out seventy-four millions worth of years of talking, which is awesome.
3: Seventy-four millions
2: worth. I'm just saying, there's a lot of content he's he's absolutely, out yeah. It's Nicodemus. a
3: very very rich chapter that yeah. follows. Yeah.
2: You know, Ben, as you were
3: talking about that, we all can look back. If we're a Christ follower, we can look back at some point in our life when there was a turning. There was a change. When when we embraced Jesus, believed in Jesus, gave our heart to Jesus. Um, and, and I think about that in my own case. I didn't have any idea what being born again was. I, I didn't know anything about the scriptures. I had somebody just introduce me to Jesus. Like, this is who he is. This is who he wants to be in your life. Are you interested? And I was like, yep, sign me up. And then I had to go later on and read the Bible to understand what happened to me. Mm-hmm. But I was born again. Mm-hmm. And I didn't know it at the time, didn't call it that. I just knew something had happened, something had changed, and I began to live my life yeah, and say get- it differently.
0: Right. Um, so let's talk about more about this born again thing. Because it's. we talked a little bit last week. It's a pretty common phrase. People have used it in lots of other contexts, uh, not just spiritual contexts, but like, you know, born again, a rebirth, a new birth. Um, But what it really means here, what Jesus is driving at, you covered it already, but um, if you believe you have a spiritual part to your being, uh, Jesus is saying, yeah, you do. And that part is in need of rebirth. Yes. The flesh part, check. Mother's Day, we just covered that. We celebrated moms. Nicodemus is going, moms. Mother's Day, it's an awkward conversation to have with your mom about, can I go back into the womb? Yeah, don't have that conversation. (laughs) Like, that's totally inappropriate, not good. But that's where he's at. He's going, what is this born-again thing you're talking about? Like, I'm alive, I'm breathing, flesh and blood, like, feel alive. And Jesus is going, no, you're in need of a spiritual rebirth. Uh, and so many of us are on a, all of us, whether we're aware of it or not, are on a spiritual journey, trying to find life in the spirit, yeah, in our soul. You know, everybody's feeling that because eternity's been put in our hearts by our creator. And so how do I have life? What does it mean to be born again? What does that mean, therefore, for my past life before, you know, for Nicodemus, he has this moment here where Jesus changes him going forward. What does that mean for the old life? We'll just Let's just dialogue a little bit more around this born again because it is the crux of what it means to follow Jesus and what Jesus
1: offers to each and every one of us. Absolutely. Yeah, and I see Craig turning over there. And, yeah, well,
3: in Ephesians chapter 2, he says, Paul's writing about this very issue Scott and he he says to the readers in the city of Ephesus who were Christ followers He Are says
0: you, I have that in my notes here you, chapter, did you see
3: that? No, <laughs> no chapter 2 verse 1 you were dead in your trespasses and sins You you were physically alive in this world. You had life but spiritually you were dead in trespasses and sins in which you formerly walked according to the course of this world according to the prince of the power of the air of the spirit that is now working in the sons of disobedience and he goes on several verses there talking about it verse five let me highlight he said even when we were dead in our transgressions which is the entire human race even when we were dead in our transgressions Uh, God made us alive together with Christ, and then parenthesis, by grace you've been saved, and then it gets to verses 8, 9, and 10, some of my favorite verses, that just Paul's summary statement, it's by grace through faith that you've been saved. What does being saved mean? Means that that which was dead in me from birth, that all of us share in common as human beings, that fallen nature, that spirit that I have within me that is separated from God, that spirit's been reconnected with god you might think of it this way think in terms of uh, a lamp that has a cord and a plug and uh, if we're like that lamp we're born not plugged into the source of electricity that will power that light but you take that lamp and plug it in and now all of a sudden because of electricity there's illumination the bulb actually works that's what born again is. It's us being reconnected to our Creator through Jesus Christ.
1: Yeah, again, I, I pointed to you down there because I saw you go in there. That, that's, you know, uh, throughout all of the New Testament, we see writers talk about this idea of death and life. And this born again is that transition from being spiritually dead to receiving the life in Jesus you know uh, Paul says in the book of Romans that because of sin the wages of our sin, the consequence for our sin which is all of us in our sinful nature is is death is spiritual death but the gift of God is eternal life by his grace we are offered this spiritual rebirth to go from death, to life and that's what jesus did on the cross for us is that he took the the sin and the weight of sin and the wages of those sin for us so that we could experience life not just eternal life but this spiritual life of being reborn and having again that light of life that he's given us absolutely so we talk about rebirth we talk about that transference from death to life
2: i think an interesting question uh lois says it here but and this kind of begs another question i think she says when were the disciples born again when Jesus breathed on them and said, receive the Spirit, or at Pentecost? And so I I think that kind of begs the question of when is a person born again? Do you have to say the sinner's prayer? Do you have to ABC? Do you have to do something certain that says, now I'm born again?
3: That's a great question. Um, No, I don't think it was when Jesus breathed on them to receive the Holy Spirit. That was something uh, unique and different and important but that's not the moment at which they're born again. They're born again by virtue of what? Again, Ephesians uh, chapter two says that we're, it's by grace through what? Through faith. Mm-hmm. Faith is believing. Uh, Abraham was saved in, in that same way when he believed what, what God told him about the fact that he'd have descendants so numerous you couldn't count them. That was reckoned to him as righteousness. That's his moment of conversion. It didn't happen for him the same way as it does us because the spirit of God didn't come to live inside of him something reserved uniquely for us as Christ followers after the cross and the resurrection but the the faith is the the key thing so at what point did they they believe well these guys didn't follow Jesus around for three years and go through all of that without at some point deciding to believe so it was early on I would imagine but it's an individual thing and I think it's really answered best by what Jesus explains back to our text John chapter 3 he says, don't be amazed, verse, verse 7, don't be amazed that I said to you, you must be born again. And then he explains, the wind blows where it wishes and you hear the sound of it, but do not know where it comes from and where it is going. So is everyone who's born of the Spirit. In other words, I can't see the, I can't see the wind, but I know it's blowing. We had several days there where it just blew and blew and blew at my house and didn't seem to ever stop. And you could tell it was blowing because the trees are dancing in the wind and the flags are waving and all the stuff that, that tells us that wind is happening. Same thing with being born again. There are certain things that start to happen, and you touched on that in your earlier comment. I start to think different. I start to live different. Something's happened to me. Something's changed inside of me. I have new desires, new, new sense of purpose, and I'm beginning to get acquainted with this God who is not only my creator, but now he's become my savior, my friend, my redeemer. And the, the evidence in a person's life that something has changed is the proof that a, an individual's been born again. I think that's what Jesus is saying. Well, I'd, I'd push back a little
0: bit on that. I, I think it's a great question. I think a lot of people wrestle with that for question sure. um, to know. Um, I think it's it's a, usually a genuine, hearted like I'm just I really want to know, you know, for my own sake. Um, unfortunately, like a lot of things, it's been abused and taken too far because now people will enter people's lives and go, "You didn't make it because you didn't do X, Y, or Z. Yeah. You're not you're not in. You're you know you're out." Um, we don't have enough evidence in your life well, for well, you, to, be, you know, to know that you're a believer, then, then it kind of shifts over to like not faith and not grace and more of like a works thing. Yeah. Like I'm not seeing enough fruit in Craig's life. I don't know if he's really a believer. But God, through his word many times, and I don't have the top of my head, but he goes, you'll have a confidence because I will put my spirit inside of you. So I will know that I have faith in Christ because I've confessed with my mouth, but I also... Have received the Spirit of God in me, and that gives me confidence Absolutely. to know that I'm with Christ. Yeah, I'm not
3: suggesting that we should be uh, appoint ourselves the uh, the person who determines whether somebody else is born again. Th- this okay. is just about us.
0: Because Kyle was going to sign up for that
3: job. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and, <laughs> and, and I'd I'd I don't be want knocking that on job. your door. You know, I, I have people come to me sometimes uh, they have over the years and say, Pastor, I, I just don't know if I'm born again. Can you tell me? And I said, No, I can't tell you. Right. I can tell you what I know, yeah. and it's the Spirit of God yeah. bearing witness to my I can tell you, spirit. I'm born again. Yeah. I, can, I know I'm born again, and a lot of it is because I know that something changed in me.
1: That's good. I had a youth pastor that told me it's back about in the day. It's not
3: about the works that I do. It's about the change that I've experienced. Yeah, yeah.
1: I had a youth pastor tell me that back in the day. He said, hey, I don't know that anybody is born again. I know one person, and that's me. He's like, yeah. I know my wife really well but i i don't know i mean i can look at these things yeah. and all that kind of stuff but i love paul paul says it pretty clearly i love that question cuz for me i i would bet that all the disciples was probably different they slowly came to understand okay mm-hmm. this guy really is the real deal i believe and i'm putting my faith in him paul you, you addressed it paul said to the romans in 10 9 he says if you confess with your mouth that jesus is lord and believe in your heart that god raised him from the dead you will be saved it's, yeah. so it's that belief that I put my faith in Jesus. It's that step. And so um, I, I think sometimes we can make it convoluted and complicated, and it's that step of going, I believe Jesus is who he said he is. I believe he died for my sins, and I'm choosing to put my faith in him. Yeah, I right. believe that, and I'm making the step of faith, and that's the idea of being born again. It, Your turn. Go ahead, Ben. He's talked sure. a lot. Your turn.
2: That's fine. I can wait. Go ahead. And if you watch a lot of, uh, of videos like or mo- or preachers who are, Contradicting each other and just kind of hear both sides of a, a statement, you'll hear people say a lot, I don't even know if that person's saved. And like back to what Kyle was saying and Craig, like I know one person saved. And so I don't know if anybody's saved. I don't know if Craig is or Scott or Kyle, like, but I do know that I am. And I love, like, I don't know, I grew up kind of thinking probably on my own, not anybody's fault, but just kind of like if you're not saved, if you don't say the sinner's prayer or you don't, you know, raise your hand in a church service or whatever. Or but go then, forward. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, you know, if you're. All those things, but like, there's not a specific box to check other than believe Correct. and then the faith thing. Because I, I love what Jesus showed on the cross at the very last moment. Right, He shows next to a guy who has lived a horrible life from all we can tell. He looks to him and says, today you'll be in paradise. And all that guy said was, I believe. Well, he, all he said was, remember me. Yeah. He didn't even say, like, I believe in you, you're the Christ. He said, right. hey, remember me, which showed to Jesus. He does believe in me. Like, remember me when you're where you're going to go. Yeah. And he says, yeah, you're saved. Like, he didn't bow his head and say the sinner's prayer yeah, right. and raise but his back hand. Back
0: to the end where we were last week, chapter 2, verse 25, Jesus didn't need anybody's testimony about another guy because he knows what's in a man's heart. Absolutely. Absolutely. You know yeah, what I mean? Like, yeah, that's good. I have a hard time knowing what's in my own heart. Yeah, God doesn't need anybody's testimony, anybody's validation about my life. He knows what's going on in my heart. Yeah, you, you can't fake God out. You can't have lip service to God, like, oh, yeah, I believe, and I'm in, and I'm, you know. And you're not fooling anybody, but yourself or uh, people around you. Another but another thing I was going to mm, yeah. – got a lot of points today. Okay.
2: We're going to get through about three verses today. Well, this is know, <laughs> <huge. laughs> Like
1: Ben said, that Jesus is – I mean, this is John, John three sixteen. It's like the most known verse. This is like the meat of We Jesus. haven't even got there yet. Are we, we going to get there? No. We haven't even got there But yet. it's part of this conversation, Jesus. It heaven, so yeah. And, it's going to be. And uh, I just
0: – I got a couple of points. This first one, though, I just – just the verse 3, right, in chapter 3, verse 3, I tell you the truth. No one can see the kingdom of God unless he is born again. And Nicodemus is struggling with that. He's going, wait, born again? Can I see it? Can I touch it? Can I feel it in another person? Can I see the kingdom coming? Is it a political kingdom? Are I going to see a ruler and authority over people? Well, I can't. In uh, Luke chapter 17, Jesus was asked the same question by a Pharisee. Uh, 17 verse 20 once having been asked by the pharisees when the kingdom of god would come great we're ready for your kingdom god bring it okay you say you're bringing the kingdom jesus bring it to us like how let us see it he goes jesus replied the kingdom of god does not come with your careful observation nor will people say here it is or there it is because of the kingdom of god is within you and when you, if you run into somebody go, this church over here, we got, we got it. We got the, 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 the corner market on the kingdom of God. Here it is. Because I'll show you and I'll point to it here, here, and here. Yeah, my my three really or good. four check boxes right. of who has got the spirit of God and where the kingdom is and isn't. Uh, I don't know. Have you not read that? Where Jesus goes, you're not going to be able to just point to it and go, there it is and here it is. It's in you. Right. That's, really, well, that's really hard to see. That's really good. Even if you yeah. cut someone open, I hear it's really hard to see the kingdom of R- God in R- someone. R- Go,
2: Go ahead. Well, I, have I just want to I just
3: right. want to point out that um, you know you referenced the sinner's prayer. Uh, Billy Graham made a career. For decades, and and countless thousands of people were affected by what he did. And what did he do? He invited people to come out of their seat and come down to the floor of the yeah. stadium the to song. come forward, sing the song, just Go. as I am. Right, Go ahead. No, sing it. Not going to sing it, but come on. But so, on. what is that? Write in the I comments if the you song. want
2: Craig to sing it. If he I'm gets five, he'll
1: sing it. I don't no, know the song. I'm no, too ben, young. Ben's I've, the singer. At the I never table went here. to a Billy Graham. Can you sing it?
3: My point is, uh, oh, we're going to get what, it. What's going on there? He's providing a tool. So if you come forward, a lot of people, you know, in a lot of churches, that's the habit. You just come forward if you want to receive Christ. Great. Um, Raise your hand. That's another tool. Sinner's prayer is another tool. But those are just tools. Those aren't the guarantee. You can actually repeat a prayer and not be born again, right? Because you're just doing it because you were told to. So whatever tool is helpful, great. But the real crux of the matter is whether or not the light, the spiritual light is ignited in me again or for the first time i should say let me let me go back just very briefly before we move too far along here to the idea of the lamp so the the when you plug something in at, there's a point when it's not plugged and the light bulb is not on and then at a certain point it is plugged in and the light bulb comes on it's it's a moment in time it's not for me to say when that moment is for you it's, it's not well when you raised your hand or when you came forward or when you prayed a certain prayer and said amen at the, at the conclusion, it's whenever, whenever you made that decision that you were talking about, Kyle, I, I trust him, Jesus, that is. I believe in him. I'm giving my life to him. I want to follow him. Whatever it is that's going on, at a certain point, your spiritual lamp gets plugged into Jesus, who is the light, and mm-hmm. you're born again. And that can happen in the privacy of your home while you're driving your car. It can happen most anytime, anywhere. It's a very personal thing, yeah. but it must happen.
0: And it's also a thing that can sound very narrow because jesus put like strict parameters on it it's open and available to anybody but verse five right when he answers them i tell you the truth no one there we go that's pretty strict okay that's pretty you know like clear boundary can enter the kingdom of god unless he's born of water and the spirit
3: I mean, and born of water is a reference to physical birth. To physical
0: birth. Like, so you're alive and breathing. You can watch this video online. That's you. You're born of water. And then you have a spiritual rebirth. And he goes on, obviously, you know, 6, verse 16, like, through faith in Christ, whoever believes in him. So, I mean, it is narrow in the sense of, like, this is the one way to have eternal life. This is the one way to be with Heavenly Father for eternity. It's the only way to get into heaven and experience what God has. Uh, Because that's what Jesus said. You know, that's not a man made thing. It's not like made up by some guy trying to, you know, control people. It's like, here's the one way to have life.
1: Um, Because God knows I've tried a bazillion different ways to experience like life.
0: And it always falls flat. It
1: always falls short. I think that that's a good point to make because we we understand that like it's not narrow minded because it's this religious thing or this stuffy thing. It's because we understand that on our own we can't. Fulfill those things, right? right? We again, because of our sinful nature, because of the death that we experience, because of sin, that we there's no way we could work hard enough or earn enough or or do enough. But I love how you say it's narrow, but it's also like so inclusive. Like it, this yeah. isn't even the first time John's saying this. We talked about this week one, right? right. The chapter one, John is saying the Word became flesh in verse. 10 it says he came to the in verse 10 in chapter 1 already he said he came into the very world he created but the world didn't recognize him he came to his own people and even they rejected him but to all who believed him and accepted him he gave the right to become children of god they are reborn not with a physical birth resulting from human passion or plan but birth that comes from god right cuz it's narrow if if you're going to say i follow jesus i believe in jesus but
0: I think there's other ways you can get to heaven. Well, you're not really following Jesus then, because Jesus outlines clearly mm-hmm. this, is, this is what it means to have spiritual life and rebirth. Yep. So then, you know, Jesus says it in other places. I think, I think Matthew 7, there's going to be people who say they follow Jesus and people who are like, I went to a lot of church, Sunday church gatherings. I even gave money to like my church and other nonprofits. And I did miracles nonprofits. even. I don't know if anybody today is claiming they're doing miracles. But in that I'm verse, he to, says that. Yeah, he says miracles say and prophesies his name. But we don't really relate to that. But they, I went to church a lot on Sundays. I gave money. And I even gave money to, like, not I read church. the Bible all the way through And from I read some of the end. Bible. And Jesus is going, we didn't know each other. I don't know you. Because you weren't born again spiritually. And God's just making that clear. So if you want to follow Jesus, I'm just saying this is what he says about it.
3: Yeah. It would be really and
0: contradictory to say, I follow Jesus, but I don't believe in this
3: And that porn idea that idea of depart from me, I never knew you, uh, that really is the heart of what it means to be born again. Jesus references that same thing in John chapter 17 in what is really the Lord's Prayer. That's the Lord Jesus praying to the Father. It's a very lengthy prayer, and it's the entirety of the chapter. But in verse 3, he says, this is eternal life. And he's, he's talking to the Father, but it's recorded for us for our benefit. Father, this is eternal life, that they may know you and him whom you have sent, which is himself, Jesus. So eternal life is to know him. And and back to my, my, my lampstand, right? So. When when you're plugged back in, you, you know. I really it. like that lamp thing. I, I know. We should just, have had a lamp today. I mean, we, we should we have, should have like pro- prop, it prop in department. I actually just thought of it while um, we're sitting here. Off. I could just go turn the those
1: bulb. stage lights off in front of us and right. You, you know, <laughs> so
3: so uh, l- let me milk it off. just a little bit more. All so right. so the lamp could could sit there and say, well, you know what? I think I'll just polish the brass on my base, or I think I'll just dust regularly, or I'll just put a different lampshade on, or a better bulb. I will get a three way bulb or a. You know, a smart bulb or whatever it is. Wow, that's a nice light. But none lamp. of that, none of you're that fancy. plugs the light in, and so much of religious activity is just that: Right. switching light lampshades, changing light bulbs, polishing brass. But but the light's still There's not no working. There's no spiritual life. There's no to, spiritual to life.
0: Yeah, and that's the power of life and the experience of following Jesus is fun and great. When it feels burdensome, when it feels over, you know, bearing and just too much, you're like, you're not doing it right. Yeah, you're you're trying to just you know, do window dressing, and do religious activities, and you're not living with the power of God in you because that's where the kingdom of God is. It's in us, according to Jesus. Absolutely. Yeah. Ben,
2: you had something? Well, uh, Rodney asked a question about 1 John 5.13. Hey, Rodney. Yeah, it's good to see you, Rodney. Hey. I was excited Glad to see watching. you say something. Um, in 1 John 5.13, it says, These things I have written to you who believe in the name of the Son of God, that you may know that you have eternal life, and that you may continue to believe in the name of the son of God. And and correct me if I'm wrong, he's asking what about that? And so not completely clear on the question, but my thought is he's writing these things and that's just more proof of the word of God is written so we do believe yes. in Jesus and that these words were written so we have something to believe in that we can believe in, in facts and history and what happened. And Jesus said, here's what happened. Here's another reason for you to believe. It's on you for to believe it. It's on you for to allow the power, yes. the plug in power, the lamp. It's It's on you to let it actually come to you and
3: I, I think part of what Rodney's also asking uh, is um w- what about being sure that we're saved i, I think that's what john's yeah. addressing is the assurance of salvation we we refer to it that way often how can i know for sure and and the the verses that you just read are the answer to that question i can know for sure john is explaining it to me I'm writing these things so that you can know for sure, and then it goes on, and it it actually says uh, in that passage, it says, um, he who has the son has the life. He who is born again, in other words, has the life. He who is born again has relationship with God. He who is born again is the lamp that's plugged in, and the light is shining, right? So um, John's just trying to make it simple and make sure that they have the confidence Again, that's not equipping me to say whether you're born again. That's helping you to determine for yourself that you're born again so you don't live your life with any doubt wondering where you're going to spend eternity. You can know that you know for sure right now, and John is trying to help you know that.
0: One of the Romans chapter 8, Paul is writing to the Romans, and it's kind of an echo of this whole thing that Jesus, conversation that Jesus having with Nicodemus, and to that point, starting in verse 15, uh, talking about receiving the kingdom of God, receiving the God in spirit in ourselves says this: For you did not receive a spirit that makes you a slave again to fear. That's that's probably helpful for all of us today. Yeah, yeah, right. I mean, just pause that on that. If you're a Jesus follower, you have the spirit of God. The kingdom of God lives inside of you today, regardless of what you're facing financially, emotionally, uh, physically. um, We're not a slave to fear. Yeah, because of Jesus we win amen and so we'll just all receive that today uh but you receive the spirit of sonship you're in the family you know and and, and by him we cry abba father or this really personal intimate like daddy like you know what a little kid does affectionately towards uh, their father the spirit himself testifies with our spirit that we are god's children
3: yep that's the heart of it right there
0: the spirit inside of you testifies with the Spirit of God inside of you that you're part of God's family, that you have a sonship, that you're in his His family forever um, because of what Jesus did. So Romans chapter 8 is a great kind of uh, uh, echoing section uh, of the Scriptures to read in light of what we're reading today and that we're trying to get to, uh, <laughs> you know, through through the next few verses. Exactly. Um, I, I wanted to make this point, too, about being born again. If you're born again, then you were dead before. There wasn't life before. Yep.
1: There yeah. was no lamp that was plugged in. <laughs> there was no lamp. I see lamp. what you did there. You there. there was not Got even a lamp there. <laughs> well, and, and well no, think, there was. No, no, I think no, that's no, a I'm really saying, important point. To there was make, no
0: lamp. Yeah. Then, when the lamp is there, it still doesn't have spiritual life. It then needs to be plugged in. We really need a visual aid so we can all fall along. But do you want me to go find a lamp?
3: No, it, it's all right. I, I want a
0: three-way
2: <laughs> bulb. That Intrigued me. You never you bulb. never had a three-way bulb? Hey, the the smart so. bulbs high, are the medium best low? programmable oh, from anywhere I in the world. I think world. in like three different channels. It's just high There's three low. bulbs.
1: It's yeah, so three. I didn't know. I, I, I never referred to it as a three-way bulb. Craig has some at his house that are on the phone, the
0: app, and you can program and change the colors. I can colors turn lights on and, and off in my dial house dial right up. now from here, from anywhere yeah. in the world. Oh, you're fancy. Well, I was just going to say, wow. It's like, you it's just LED strips. But if it's not plugged in, the app doesn't help a bit. It doesn't help a bit. We.
2: We are going to milk this for I don't all know, its worth really while Scott figures out his iPad. No,
0: no, well,
3: let's let's go back to
0: what you're saying because a well, lot of people Hold on, here, I was going to show everybody we've got a new fusion sign. Oh, here. you see <laughs> that? The it's viral. plugged in. Okay. You can kind of see the lights a little it's a little bright in here right now. Oh, bright. Yeah, there's blue. Blue. they're actually flickering to the uh, the beat of our our voices. So Scott's can, got the low voice, so it right. goes a little bit. I got the load. All
3: right, little fun and games, new All toy. Right, anyways, sorry.
1: great job, Tanner. Tanner right, and the interns worked really hard Time on man, that. You did it. Yeah, that sign is. Um, Scott, you're touching. You're Good touching job, on Tanner, something Tanner, Kyle that is, Scott.
2: Yeah, Jared. That, Shout that out before,
0: to Matt. Like for Nicodemus, right? He's coming Todd. to this realization of spiritual awakening to who God is and the life that God offers him through Christ. And and Paul says this, and I, I was I don't know why I came up in this last like week or ten days, but with my my kids. Um, we were, we were talking along this stuff, being born again and life in Christ, and I just kept saying, you know what? I died. And I sometimes at bedtime. And as, if you're an eight-year-old, you know, you're like, I'm new today. Like, let I let me, died. I no longer live, but Christ lives in me. And it, Wyatt, our, our eight-year-old, would be like, I don't get it. <laughs> what? Did you wait? And I'm like, I'm a new creation today. He's like, well, what happened? Did you die last night? Like, what's going, like, he's not afraid or fearful. He's like Nicodemus, he's just how like, can this be? I don't get it. Like, like, what's going on? And I would just say, probably not being super helpful, because I was really interested in how curious he was. But he was, I was like, I, I, I died. I no longer live. Like, old Scott, he's gone. He gone. Like, the new Scott's here. I no longer live, but I live the life I live now. I live in Christ. And it's, it's Galatians 2. I've been crucified with Christ. I'm we'll just pause there. What, what that means is Christ went to the cross. So when I say yes to Christ, I am in partnership with that part of, of Christ, the, the crucified. Yep. And that's super important because you can't have new life without partnering with the conquering of death and sin. And that's like, we'll get into baptism more here through, through this chapter and on. But like, that's that visual representation, what that means symbolically. Like, okay, I'm dead. I'm under the water with Christ. And I no longer live but Christ lives in me. The life I live in the body, I live by faith in the son of God who loved me and gave himself for me. Verse 21, I do not set aside the grace of God. Like I understand what God has done for me. For if righteousness could be gained through the law, Christ died for nothing. And so I partner with Christ. I no longer live. I die death, burial. He conquered death and sin through his work. And then symbolically through baptism, rise again through the resurrection. Now I live the life I live with the spirit of God in me, the kingdom of God in me, and I have eternal life. I'm a new creation today, and I no longer live, but Christ lives in me. My life's not about me anymore. Which is hard to get as an adult, and then it's as an eight-year-old going to bed, you're like, "Yep, I died.
1: <laughs> I hope to see you tomorrow." Yeah, when your dad <laughs> is just like, "I'm dead." Yeah, yeah. Wait, is this a nightmare? We, dad? we so, talked it through, so why and I, he
0: finally got it. What time why, did he why,
1: wake you up in the middle of the night? Go, Dad,
0: am I dead? <laughs> Are you waiting? I'm okay, <laughs> okay, having a nightmare. Go back to bed. Go back <laughs> to
3: bed. No,
0: at dinner the other night we were talking about it, and we kind of talked it through, and he, I think he, he said he got it at his eight-year-old level. He's getting it, no
3: doubt. So, so again, you touched on something that I think needs to be just pointedly uh, articulated, and that is that that if we need to be born again, that implies that we're dead, right? To start and with, which you we touched read that on in earlier. Ephesians two. We're but all born. Every single
0: buddy. Every single buddy. Every single yeah. buddy. Every single every buddy. Every single buddy. Single everybody. single buddy. We're all born. We're all in that same boat. We're
3: we're all in that same we're boat. We're all
0: born spiritually dead in need of restoration. Anybody who comes off like they got it from mm-hmm. the get-go and yeah. they are higher religious you know, they have a righteousness above they don't they don't get it. They didn't get it.
3: And in our culture today, in, in cultures all over the world, this idea is really contrary to the conventional wisdom. The conventional wisdom would say, you know, in New Age thinking and philosophy in a lot of religions. Hey, we all have—we're all spiritual beings. We all have goodness within us. We all have a light. We need to let it shine. Uh, there's something deep down good in all of us. You know that whole idea just gets articulated. That 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 narrative gets propagated again and again and again until people are really buying into it. And and in all those circles, nobody's saying, "Oh no, wait a minute, hold on—you're dead inside spiritually, right. and you need to be born again." That is something unique to the message of Jesus Christ.
0: I mean, all you gotta do is ask somebody: You ever lied? One time in your life? Yes. Yeah. I mean, I'll admit yes. it first. Because I have to. you ever I, stolen? It's, it's only been one time, right? Yeah. Have life, you ever stolen anything? Like Never. Essence of we're, we're good in and of ourselves. Like you ever stolen? You ever cheated?
1: Because I think I think you in you the same breath we, we we say some of those things and we understand that, but we also look around and understand this sense of depravity and this idea of this very real darkness again we touched on that week one that there is I don't think it takes long for us to understand that and look around and be honest with ourselves I think the harder part is to go oh yeah but not me <laughs> right like no I'm not a no, bad I'm a good, person. I'm a good person yeah I'm a good person I'm right. good enough and that begs the question well like how good is good enough like what what are those things well, like I don't kill people but I mean yeah I, I lie every now and then or like I don't say really bad words I just say kind of bad words and we have this this goal and Jesus would say and, and the authors of the New Testament who hung out with Jesus would say that we have to have this understanding of a baseline that we all have that brokenness and hurt and darkness and depravity and death because of our sin. And the only way is that let the light of Jesus and the rebirth yeah. and spirit of who he is transform us from death to
2: life. And when That's you good. come to a place, Scott, and I think we say it a lot around here, but I think Scott says it the most probably. Yeah. yeah. Um, this is this good? You win. I, should I, I take credit for this? No, it's that, bad. That, right. in order, maybe it wasn't him. But I think okay. it was probably me. But it was probably all. <laughs> um, yeah, it was probably you. In order, to, in order to understand how good it is, you have to understand how bad it is. Or bad it was. And how bad it was for us individually um, before we met Christ. And that in, in order to understand how much we need a Savior, we, we have to have this partial understanding of how bad we had it before. Yep. And and in order, when, once you understand that, and I think where the tricky part is, is people get stuck on that. People get stuck on how bad it is, or the narrowness of Christ, or the judgment of Christ, or the or or, or the condemnation, which we'll get into a little bit later. Is probably my favorite verse in the we'll Bible. We'll probably get there in like four weeks. Yeah, yeah exactly. At this Shoot, we're not going to make it so, today. Is look... the fact that 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 is His grace is so and yes. it covered all that, and the divine exchange of His glorious, glorious, amazing grace that was traded for all all horribleness like how bad is that well the goodness of God is so much bigger and so much greater and he didn't come into the world to focus on how bad it was he came into the world to focus on how good he was and to change that and for us to be focused on who he is and and in in uh John as he is in this world so are we yeah uh where's that
3: Sure. <laughs> Sorry. It's like in first second. John, I'm not sure. I apologize. I like
2: but um, it, it says, John refers to it and says, as Christ is at the right hand of the Father, as Christ is, so are we in this world. And that's the good news, which is what? the gospel means is good news of Jesus and that's what we focus on and yep. so many times we get so focused on when you were talking about the narrowness of it that's true and I, and I agree but I think a lot of times we get too much focused on how bad it was and how bad we are as humans and we're a new creation right. absolutely we died to it I'm yeah. glad old Scott is gone yeah, yeah. yeah your point
0: is, is well
3: taken your point is well taken Ben we should be focused on and preoccupied with and and revel in the good news absolutely and we don't need to dwell on the bad news but the bad news as scott pointed out is important to understand because that's what actually illustrates how good the good news is use an example if if you you uh, nope okay if you go to a if you go to a taco bell and order a burrito you have a bill and if you can't pay the bill and somebody else pays it for you that's good news right
1: yeah you want to buy me some taco on, I'll I say, <laughs> uh lunchtime <laughs> yeah right, exactly let's go
3: but if on the other hand your debt is uh, maybe a half million dollars mortgage on your house and you're unemployed and nice you're house. facing foreclosure and somebody comes along and pays off your mortgage in full now that's really good news
2: are
1: you doing that too
3: no i'm not doing either one of those
1: because <laughs> you're not jesus
3: but one is so much better news than the other somebody came and paid your bill for you but if it's a really small bill like I'm a good person and whatever sin in my life was probably real small. Jesus hardly had to die for me. Or no, I understand he really had to die for me. I really did need a savior. Yeah. Hey, that's great news. That's like my mortgage getting paid off. Yeah. Um
0: kind of switching gears. What I mean, there's so much here uh what, what, so what much, verse are we on eight right I don't know we're Nine, you know ten. Ben, ben was referencing uh you know John 3 16, so 17 there and 18. let's go there in well, the time we have left I wanted to make one more point I think we should <laughs> jump into that next week yeah I ready. agree yeah so one of the just, things um so back to that point of like okay do I have a, a born again you know spiritual life in my in Christ You know, Nicodemus is struggling with this whole concept. And he was, like, in the realm of good dudes, he was a good dude. Very. Followed God, like, literally religiously and was a leader of the Pharisee group, which was, like, the high-up religious people. And he followed, you know, crossed all the T's, dotted all the I's through life. And so he was doing good. Uh, And Jesus, he's explaining to this. And in verse 9, he goes, Nicodemus, how can this be? Uh I insert frustration, maybe some sarcasm into Jesus. He goes, uh, bro, you're teaching this stuff.
3: You're you're.
0: this is, this is the top verse 10, verse 10. You're teaching this stuff and you don't understand these things. Uh, wow. We are in what are you teaching times, (laughs) you know? And so, uh, Hebrews chapter five, the writer of Hebrews kind of says the same thing, talking to with a group of people, he says, and we have much to say about this talking about like being born again, uh, the love of God, the grace of God, no condemnation. Like there's so much to talk about. This is uh, 18 episodes of Theology Thursday on this one chapter, right? Because it's so important. It's so the foundational pivot point to following Jesus. He goes, but it is hard to explain because you are slow to learn. In fact, though by this time you ought to be teachers, you need someone to teach you the elementary truths of God's word all over again. You need milk, not solid food. Like, we'd love to dive into it, but you're not keeping up. And and he goes on, anyone who lives on milk, be, being still an infant is not acquainted with the teachings about righteousness, but solid food is for the mature who by constant use, constant use, who by constant use have trained themselves to distinguish good from evil. So this understanding of like, is God in me, not in me? I don't know, I'm wavering. Like. Through constant use, through understanding who Jesus is, following him, constant use of reading the scriptures, dialoguing with people, knowing that because of the spirit and God in me, testifies with the spirit in me that I have sonship because of what Christ has done. Through constant use, I have been trained up and I've passed the point of like, I don't know and I'm uncertain and that's that's normal. Everybody has that question, everybody wonders. But at a certain point in your maturity, growing up, and I just want to point out through that constant use, but even Nicodemus was like, I still don't get it. I've had constant use of the mm-hmm. scriptures, but this new Messiah thing is is kind of throwing me for a loop. So I just encourage you to keep reading the scriptures, keep dialoguing with people through constant use, being trained up in the maturity uh, of your faith, and you'll have a confidence because the Spirit uh, is in you. Jesus loves you. He's forgiven you. There's now no more condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. Jesus didn't come into the world to condemn the world, Preach. but to save the world. I'm just reading what's in here. It's good. Love I'm just it. Just reading what's in to here. To be continued. That's the only thing I know is like it's what's in here, and it's through that constant use of that. So keep have your questions coming. Absolutely.
2: uh Jerry and Lois have great questions, roddy Keep them coming, and we'll, we'll we will address them because we're yeah. going to be in chapter three for like four years. So. <laughs> and, and the idea that you done. have questions is great.
3: That tells you and tells me that you're thinking, you're wrestling with this just like we do on oh, a regular yeah. basis, and. And we always have questions. And it's so And the life more questions we have, the more engaged we are, I yeah. think.
0: And you come to the point where you wrestle and, again, mature in that faith, and you answer those questions. You settle in to the fact that I settle into the fact that I'm born again, not because of anything I do. The longer I live, the longer I follow Christ, and the more I talk to others about Christ, and the more I read, I realize, oh, I, if it was up to me, I would have screwed this up big time. It is not up to me, but it's up to the work that Christ did for us. It's good. So... Uh, so
2: I I, th- I have a are, are you you done? go ahead no are you done I'm, I'm, I'm go ra- we're I'm gonna not no, the no we just paused. No. Yeah. yeah we're pausing I was just gonna say if if we get double views on this video I feel like Craig really should sing just as I am so I want you to stay I tuned I still don't know that song so I know Craig needs to sing it and so I, I can't say even, if he, I if can't we, even hear the tune I have a couple. Of, I have a couple of people who want you to sing it. And so I think if we get double views, which means... What do you mean double re- views? Right about, like, what we normally have been getting on these... Oh, so if if double, two times the amount. So if you yeah, watch okay. it 74 times, but I think you can't Pass watch it on the same to computer. Somebody. Yeah, share Pass it video. along sometime. And if hey, we man, get in the hundreds or more than this, I think next week Craig will lead us in a rendition of Just As I Am. I, I'm, I'm going to respond to what you're saying and just remind <laughs> those
3: of you who are listening um, and watching that uh, some of the things that we pray for, some of the things we ask God for, we get... And then there are other things we don't get. And this thing that you're asking for, you're not going to get. What would it take?
2: <laughs> I think people at home want to know what would it take for you to sing just as I am? No, I can mess I just want a line. I just want like two Taco lines. Taco Bell burrito? Are you it? It's impossible. Oh,
3: it's not, I've heard There's not Nothing a is impossible with come God. Come on, come on. Well, I've heard you then sing. Then let it before. God sing. 20 bucks? I'm not going to sing. <laughs> $20. Some things 20 bucks are impossible. 20 bucks. 20, bucks. 20 bucks. Kyle is throwing down 20, 20 bucks. Yeah, people are starting to click <laughs> off right now. No, they're okay, not. Yeah, they are. Gonna, it's <laughs> going up. People I'm going to play this out.
0: will we'll see you guys uh, next they week. They just want right. to see
3: me embarrass myself. We'll, all right. We'll
0: see music. Okay, we'll see what playing happens. Playing them off. See you guys. All right, you guys. Please <laughs> remember to subscribe to the podcast, share it with your friends, and leave a rating so others can find it as well.